Our top story over the weekend, veterans from the Revolutionary War honored at their burial sites in Kingsbury. I'm Gary Scott for Glens Falls Today. The date is Monday, October 10th, 2022, and this is Glens Falls Today Morning Brief. Also in the news over the weekend, the man accused of starting the fire in Hudson Falls now facing arson charges, the World Awareness Children's Museum's Night at the Speakeasy fundraiser, a new venue chosen for the talk by Star Trek actor George Takei, new charges against the man accused of striking six people with a motorcycle while intoxicated, and a man's body located in Battenkill River. But before we get into that, I'd like to let you know that if you're looking for a place to advertise your local business, Glens Falls Today could be the perfect solution. Our goal is to support Glens Falls and the surrounding communities in any way we can. We're here to bring you all the local news you need to know, and we would be honored to help you spread the word about the great services you have to offer the community as well. You could advertise on our website or even become a sponsor of this show. As we at Glens Falls Today work to grow our business and expand our reach in the community, we're happy to help you do the same. For more information, check out our website at glensfallstoday.com. And thank you for making Glens Falls Today your source for free local news. A new development in the story of last week's fire in Hudson Falls, Peter Lemery, the man accused of causing the fire at 11 Maple Street, originally charged with felony first-degree reckless endangerment, has now additionally been charged with felony second-degree arson. The Post-Star reports Washington County District Attorney Anthony Jordan said the Hudson Falls Police Department has been investigating the apartment building fire that displaced 15 people since it happened last Monday night. Evidence collected by officers led to the conclusion that Lemery had intentionally started the fire inside his own apartment unit inside the building. Due to previous felony convictions, Lemery is ineligible for bail and is currently being held at the Washington County Jail. The World Awareness Children's Museum will host their fall fundraiser Night at the Speakeasy Friday, October 14th at the Park Theater in Glens Falls. The fundraiser will feature live music by the Hot Club of Saratoga, in addition to art displays from the museum collection, a full cash bar with signature cocktails, and a raffle with items donated by local businesses. Guests will also be served elegant hors d'oeuvres and decadent dessert, according to a press release. Tickets range from $80 to $90, the release says. The museum is encouraging guests to dress in era-appropriate clothing, with a prize to be given out to the person with the best 1920s-themed outfit. Tickets are available at wacm.ticketleap.com. The museum also hosted a free day on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. and a mini-masterpiece program at 1 p.m. The mini-masterpiece program was led by local artist Patrice Jarvis Weber and allowed participants to paint their own masterpiece on a 4x4 canvas. The museum is also hosting Celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day today from 10.30 to 11.30 a.m. The program will celebrate indigenous culture, teach guests about beaded wampum belts, and allow participants to make their own beaded bracelets. The program is free with museum admission. To purchase tickets for any of these events, visit wacm.ticketleap.com. Dylan McLean, Glens Falls Today. Before our next story, I would like to remind you again that you can advertise with us at Glens Falls Today or right here on our Morning Brief show. As our business continues to grow and develop, we strive to help local businesses within the community do the same. If you'd like to see your business advertised on our website or hear it on this show, look us up at glensfallstoday.com. Members of the Washington County Historical Society and trustees of the Kingsbury Cemetery Association celebrated the diverse lives of some of the Revolutionary War soldiers buried there during a remembrance ceremony on Saturday morning. According to the Post-Star, Kingsbury Cemetery Association trustee Joan Prouty, Washington County Historical Society Vice President Pat Niles, and trustee Susan Arena 
read short biographies for nine of the 20 veterans believed to be interred at the cemetery on Kingsbury Road. Although the first recorded burials didn't take place until 1788, local lore holds that the cemetery has origins in the Revolutionary War. According to the claim, several soldiers in General John Burgoyne's army died during the advance to Saratoga in 1777 and were placed in unmarked graves. Members of the Kingsbury Cemetery Association did extensive research about the Revolutionary War veterans buried there several years ago when they applied for funding for a historic marker from the William G. Pomeroy Foundation. Joan Prouty said none of the veterans known to be buried there were actually born in Kingsbury. Records show they came from Ireland, Connecticut, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts, as well as Columbia and Dutchess counties of New York. She said Kingsbury was considered the frontier at the time, and had few settlers until after the Revolution. Pat Niles said that some soldiers enlisted early in the Revolution and stayed until the end in 1783, while others served only briefly, taking advantage of enlistment bonuses and returning to their farms when the terms ended. Some fought at the battles of Bennington, Saratoga, and elsewhere, others never saw active combat. Their lives after the war were equally varied. As the Post Star reports, Asa Barney, for example, worked as a laborer and never married or owned land. He applied for a military pension in 1819 and was granted $8 a month for the rest of his life, roughly equivalent to $200 today. Another veteran, Ichabod Neeland, believed to have fought in the Battle of Bunker Hill, owned land and four slaves in 1818 when he applied for a military pension due to his, quote, reduced circumstances. According to the custom of the time, he could have sold the slaves to raise cash, but he was apparently unwilling to separate them. At his death the next year, his will freed the slaves and provided for their support. His widow, Cynthia, would later include two of the freed people in her will. Revolutionary War reenactors Mike and Mary Skelly, Bradley Allen, and Bob Wesser, attired in the uniforms of the 2nd Continental Artillery, contributed to the ceremony by firing a replica cannon modeled after one used by both sides of the conflict. The event was sponsored by the Washington County Historical Society. The project is still ongoing, and the Society hopes to hold similar commemorations at other cemeteries in the county, according to Susan Arena. George Takai, actor and activist best known for his role in Star Trek, will be speaking at Glens Falls High School Auditorium on Wednesday, October 26th at 6 p.m. The speaking was originally scheduled at the Charles R. Wood Theater, but the 300-seat venue sold out within an hour of going on sale in June. The new location was announced via press release on Thursday, the Post-Star reports. Crandall Public Library Director Kathy Naftali said in the release, quote, We were stunned by the overwhelming instant interest in Mr. Takai's presentation. Naftali said they hope to honor their commitment with Wood Theater by hosting a children's event on the planned date. People who were previously registered or signed up for the waitlist have been transferred to the new venue, and no further action is required, the Post-Star reports. Anyone else interested in attending can register at CrandallLibrary.org. The event is free to attend and seating is on a first-come, first-served basis. It's expected that Takai will discuss he and his family's experience of forced internment as Japanese Americans during World War II. He is also expected to speak about his journey to fame and his role in the Star Trek franchise. In the initial announcement in June, Naftali said, quote, We are beyond thrilled that Mr. Takai has agreed to come to Glens Falls and deliver his powerful and inspiring story to our community. Takai is also a Grammy-nominated recording artist and a New York Times best-selling author. He served as a spokesperson for the Human Rights Campaign's Coming Out Project and was the current affairs chairman of the Japanese American Citizens League. Dylan McGlynn, Glens Falls Today. Anthony Fuchsia, the Albany man accused of hitting six people with his motorcycle while allegedly driving intoxicated in Lake George, killing two people as a result, has once again been denied bail. 
He is also now facing two new charges in his indictment, which originally included 13 charges. According to the Post-Star, Fuchsia stood before the court on Friday morning to plead not guilty to all 15 charges. Assistant District Attorney Ben Smith said the two new charges of aggravated vehicular homicide stemmed from witness testimony of over 100 people. Judge Robert Smith set a schedule of dates, including an accept or reject date of November 16th, at which point any plea deals offered by the court would need to be acted on by the defendant. Fuchsia continues to face three additional counts of aggravated vehicular homicide, two counts of second-degree manslaughter, two counts of vehicular assault, and one count of second-degree assault, all felony charges. Also included in the indictment, misdemeanor counts of driving while intoxicated, driving while under the combined influence of drugs and alcohol, and aggravated, unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle. Judge Smith once again denied bail for Fuchsia and remanded him to the custody of the State Department of Corrections. A 73-year-old Delmar man was found dead in the Battenkill River in the town of Jackson, late Thursday afternoon. According to the Post-Star, authorities responded to the intersection of State Route 313 and Hickory Hill Road shortly before 6 p.m. on Thursday to report of an individual in the river. The person was identified as James J. Berry and he was pronounced dead at the scene, according to a police news release. Officers are investigating the possibility that Berry suffered a medical episode while fishing, but the release states that the incident does not appear to be suspicious at this time. I'm Gary Scott for Glens Falls Today. As always, thank you for listening. Our goal for this show is to provide you with convenient access to the most important news around the greater Glens Falls area. If you love the show and you'd like to support our mission, consider subscribing, leaving a five-star review, and recommending us to a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more local news you need to know. I'm Gary Scott, and this is Glens Falls Today Morning Brief.